So what comes to mind when you think of a sister? Two sisters back together. A best friend. An opinionated best friend. (laughs) This is Sister Sister the Podcast. A sister who always thinks she's the boss. That sister that you start a conversation saying, bitch. Guess what? You're listening to Sister Sister, the podcast with Roxy and Susie. All right, welcome, mis amigas, mis amigos, to another episode of Sister Sister, the podcast. Your favorite hermanitas are back, back in the house, back in the hizzo, ready to tear it up. <laughs> hey, you know, we're good at tearing things up. You know what I mean? In a good way. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've been listening to our episodes and I just crack up. And I'm like, how do I laugh this much when I was there? Oh, my and God. We, I said some of that shit and I just laugh. Yeah. And that's a good sign, dude. Like when you can laugh at your own shit, don't you find that people take uh, lately like people just are not laughing that much? I think part of like a side effect of. Um, COVID-19, you know how they say you lose your sense of smell and you know what I mean? Yeah. You also lose your fucking sense of humor. (laughs) God, people, I'm over people. I'm like, no, you're just way too stupid to be around me. Like whatever your belief is, I don't give a fuck. Just goddamn. Hey, TSFM. What is that? TSFM. Vanna said that to me the other day and I don't (laughs) know. TSFM, too stupid for me. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to guess what she said. Yeah, I'm like, "Mm, wow. Yeah, I'm going to walk away from you. Well, listen, let's start with a rant or a highlight of the week. I'm going to highlight. Okay, go. What's your highlight? Let me tell you. So part of what, going back to what I was saying, part of like, I'm sick and tired of hearing people complain. Oh my God, we're locked up. Oh my God, I can't work. Oh my God, bitch, guess what? We're all in the same fucking boat. But... Take that fucking energy and repurpose it somewhere else. Fucking reinvent yourself. It's time. Yeah. It's time to reinvent yourself. So guess what? Story of my life. Guess what? <laughs> what? Bitch, I'm a nail tech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Nails by La Susie. Okay. I dusted off all my skills. I still need to get a little better on like designs, like hand painted designs. But girl, I am doing nails now. Oh, my God. And I think that service is here to stay. Try to hold me down. Yeah, Put me no. in a box and I'm gonna make that box pop off too. Exactly. I'm like, I, okay, I get it. It's super frustrating. Of course, we can't go business as normal, right? Like, I can't walk into the hair lab and perform my services like I normally do, but figure this fucking shit out. Quit complaining. Yeah. Everybody that's complaining at this point, because we're two months in. You should have already done figured something out. And they're trying to say this is going to be extended to like three more months and it's optional and I don't know what. It's like you don't even know what to believe anymore. Well, it's county by county. I don't live in L.A. County, but everybody that complains, I just want to slap you upside your head. Yeah. We're complaining. We're two months in now. You should have already sat with yourself, figured out a plan B and not just be a fucking sitting duck. Yeah. I can't. So, but my highlight is... I guess that was both huh? a highlight and a rant, a, rape, a highlight and a rant. My highlight is that I have a, I'm a nail tech now. Book me. You I'm know, what, you know what's crazy. I'm, I'm popping. You know what's crazy is you've always loved to do nails though. And you've be, you've done nails since you were in high school. I know, but I haven't had to do them in a long time. Yeah. So it started with me. I was like, okay, I'm going to do my own nails again because I can't be without my fingernails. And I don't know how, I didn't know how long this shit was going to go. I was without them for two weeks. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. And that was long enough. Yeah. So I figured out and I found a system that works for me. I'm using a prey Um, and I'm a licensed cosmetologist so I can buy everything at reduced pricing. Right. Yeah. 
girl all it took was me to post my nails one time and everybody was like yo i need my nails done i need my nails done and i was like okay yeah that's a, i mean listen the more services and the more skills you have to offer i mean the better it goes for you the more I'm money you make close from figuring out how to do eyelash extensions seriously I'm about to practice you're, you're, you. a, you're about to do all of them seriously yeah. like, i'm a licensed cosmo so i can do it all you could do it all so, truly i mean stay and tuned I, lashes but oh and i have to tell you something else or did i already tell you this what valgo madre making mugs bro oh i know <laughs> that, that is not my thing but i think i figured it out I, i've been trying different things i have my mugs at home my designs are ready i haven't been able to do anything that's appealing at least not to me and if i don't like it i'm not putting it yeah out there. please if you don't like it don't put it out there but i think i found something that's gonna work so stay tuned for that but i haven't abandoned the project don't i and- just suck at it so far don't stop until you get it right yeah. i mean you know what i mean you know what did they say how many times did uh thomas edison try to reach to try to get the light bulb to work or try to know. create light and it took him like i don't know how many thousands of times until you finally got it to work you know or how many no's you're gonna get before you get that yes yeah, yeah you that. know what if, if you're not really thinking about plan b c d e f and g at this point um man i don't those know what to the, tell those you those are the people that get dragged through the mud like they just get dragged through life and this was a shock for everybody but number one this won't be my new normal and number two it's time to dig deep into that bag of tricks and see what yeah. else I, see what else is in there i'm proud of you sis i mean hey, that's always I'm something you've loved to do tell me my nails don't look they poppy. do and i've seen some of the nails you've been doing on people and i'm just like okay hashtag nails by la suzy duh hair by la suzy it's gonna be nailed hashtag nailed by la suzy nailed nailed yeah, it like, like nailed like you know, like when you get nailed, yeah, you get screwed, yeah, nailed, by nailed La by La Susie. I like that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm uh, proud of you. Seriously, like if you have this hidden, hidden, you know, skill, and you're listening to us right now, like, and you're you you're you've been afraid to tap into it for so long, like, take this conversation as a sign of you know. Maybe I should start doing something Explore with it. This, these baking skills that I have. Maybe I should start doing something with whatever it is that you do. Maybe you've always wanted to be a facial, a facialist or, you know, esthetician. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you tell the beauty world is not my thing? I just get the services. That's about it. You know who else I saw that reinvented herself within her um, realm of work? Who? Louisa. Weeza balloons. Balloon. Oh, the girl that does our balloons. Yes. You know how she focused a lot on like party walls and yeah. stuff or like balloon garlands. Well, people are not necessarily having parties anymore. So she took that idea that we did for Robert's birthday. Well, that you sent him like the balloon arrangement. Yeah. She's on it every single day. She did Mother's Day. She does birthday. She's doing graduation. So now she's mobile. She's yep. not coming to your house and necessarily doing a balloon garland because there's not a lot of parties happening, but she's making these beautiful balloon bouquet arrangements and she's still um, generating revenue yeah. because she reinvented her craft. Yeah, I love it. I love that. I love that. Well, listen, my what is it that I have this week? A rant or a highlight? Oh, I have a highlight. So I decided about, I don't know, like a week ago, two weeks ago to do a five day fast and at you know somebody some you know so i've gotten into fasting during this quarantine cuz i was like damn you know me la voy a pasar comiendo and the truth is is i love to eat and i love food and i do have self control but i've i i recently got into fasting and the benefits of it i feel very clear minded when i fast you know my clothes fits better 
And I just feel like I reconnect with me and my 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 thinking feels sharper. Mm-hmm. And I don't have this crazy dep- like I am not thinking about food all the time, to be honest with you. So I was like, you know what? Let me incorporate fasting into my life now that we're quarantined a little right. bit more so I can really kind of control my weight, you know, and connect to God a little bit more and set stronger intentions. And so the other day, and I've been reading a lot about fasting, right? Like it's a, they mentioned it a lot in the Bible, Muslims fast. Um, a lot of people do it for spiritual reasons. Like there's just a lot of story. There's different type of fasting too. There's yes, dry fasting. We've covered this. They're, okay. So, but I've never done a five day fast, you know? Right. And so I thought, man, I don't know if I could do, I mean, we could do whatever we set our mind to do, but I said five days with zero food, just water, celery juice, and herbal tea, like I'm going to try it. But I know that I'm going to get hungry in those five days, so I'm allowing myself to eat papaya You know, I when think I get that, hungry. I think that after you've probably, the threshold of 72 hours, you probably won't be as hungry anymore. I won't. I won't. And I'm trying to not eat papaya. I'm just like, if I feel like I'm like, oh, God, I need to chew on something or my body. Can you my- chew gum? Um, I haven't. I haven't chewed gum. Maybe you know sugar-free gum, could, but um, I don't. I haven't. I think you could chew mint leaves too. Probably. And you probably would want to because your body is gonna, like your your breath probably will get smelly. I don't think my breath. I don't. Who knows, man? But I feel like so. Somebody tried to write to me the other day. It's probably somebody that's never fasted in their life. I hate when that happens. I'm just like, oh, what not to do? Yeah, what not to oh, do? It's not good for you. Yeah, telling me that um that. I shouldn't mislead the people during my fast because truly I'm not fasting because I'm eating papaya when I'm hungry. And I said, well, I shared that on my Snapchat. Like I I am fasting and I'm only eating papaya if I am hungry, which is not a lot, you know, but I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to do what I feel that everybody fasts differently. But the fact is, is I completed it. I feel great. And I really encourage the whole world to start fasting more often. It really has a lot of healing properties and it really proves to your mind, like, you're really stronger than what you think you are. Because as soon as you talk about fasting to anybody, they're like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah, well, and people, I can't like do that. I said before, always equate fasting to food. You can fast from anything. You can fast from sex. But it's challenging. Of course. It's challenging. And I love to challenge myself. So that's been the longest that I have fasted. And I'm slowly but surely easing in by eating fruit. And eventually I'm going to be eating, you know, animal protein again because I love animal protein. Sorry to the vegans listening to this, but... Anyways, y'all, if you think you can't do it, just start little by little. Start with 12 hours, then start 16 hours, then do 18 hours, then 24, then 48, 72, up to five. I don't know if I could do more than five days. But 16 hours is pretty easy, especially if you can't, because you do count the hours that you sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do intermittent fasting and mm-hmm. like they, it even makes them look younger. Mm-hmm. It like all your cells regenerate. Mm-hmm. It's pretty powerful, y'all. Look into it. Research it. Proud like of you, I girl. Proud of you, thank girl. Thank you. Thank you. So listen, you know what I've been noticing? What? Because you know I'm not as active on social media like you. I know. Because first of all, especially during quarantine, I've been keeping myself busy doing other things. Projects at home, trying to figure out. Now I'm doing nails, trying to figure out um, this mug situation too. Like I've been busy. So and, and just in general, I don't like to overexpose myself. I just not nah, I get down. But I'm noticing that everybody and their mother is on TikTok, including you. I love TikTok. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's the TikTok takeover. Everywhere I look, it's, it's so TikTok fun. something. How could you not like How it? How do you have time? Well, you know, I haven't posted a TikTok in a minute. Actually, I forget. That's one social media outlet that that it's like not my priority. You know, like 
yeah it's not but it's so fun and you get so many i you know why i like tiktok because it's first of all it's creative and it shows you that there's a ton of creative people in the world and second there's a lot of hacks on there you know i oh yeah, like yeah. life hacks kitchen hacks like you know those ice cubes that i made with um with a uh, cucumber yeah. mint i learned how to make that on tiktok you could also learn how to make that on pinterest well, I mean, you can really. Yeah, I love Pinterest. Pinterest is the OG TikTok with no video. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I just I find it like la gente is bien creativa on TikTok, and you're just like, damn. Like, if you really want to find creativity, go on TikTok. But I haven't every, even downloaded the app. Every celebrity's on there. What's your favorite? J Lo's on there. A Rod is on there. I mean, is Chrissy Teigen on there? Chrissy Teigen. She's I, hilarious. I haven't life. seen Chrissy Teigen on on there but uh shay mitchell's on there from pretty little mm-hmm. liars um oh i prince royce is on there i like prince royce you know shay justin mitchell? derulo's on there your husband <laughs> did you holler at him no he has hey, millions husband. of followers it's calm husband maybe he'll get his attention he's really creative on tiktok he is he's really creative yeah. on tiktok and then i don't know about tiktok but he i like what he posts on instagram He's funny. He loves to cook. Osuna is on there. He's always like doing stuff with his wife, like punking. Osuna, he's a reggaetonero. <laughs> punking his wife and his kids. There's a lot. Who's my favorite celebrity on TikTok? I know um, Shaq is on there as well. Oh, my gosh. Um, Speaking of Shaq, do you know he has a reality show? Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah. What is it called? What is it called? Mel was watching it the other day. It's a little bit of a shit show, but oh my God. Shaq is hilarious. Yeah, he is. He's hilarious. had a really dry sense of humor. He, that's how he is on TikTok. That's funny to me. That's how he is. I appreciate sarcasm. Yeah. Um, man, there's so many celebrities. I can't, I can't really think of who my favorite is, but I want to say more than celebrities, there's this one lady that all she does is cook. And, and oh, the Mexican lady? She, yeah, the Mexican lady. She's this Mexican <laughs> lady, and she's not, you could tell she's not professional, on-camera trained person. She's like, today, we're cooking tacos de carne asada. <laughs> so what you're going to need is meat, flat, then you're going to marinate it. And like, she's so, like, she's not doing it to get likes, I don't think. She's really doing it to, like, teach people how to, how to cook. And she has millions of followers. I find people like those types of videos a lot versus like I don't the know, plant shit i don't know if they um no food videos oh yeah i don't know if it's because they lack the creativity of not cooking which to me sounds so weird because cooking comes so natural to me um or because people just love food so much just like asmr is a hit oh so God. they like to see it uh, how other people do it I you know what there's this one like egg pancake that some I don't think it was a Mexican lady it was somebody else because I'm like telling you no it was this I'm gonna make it this weekend this I'm gonna make it this weekend so it's literally like you fill up the whole pan with egg and it, it's like it's just so creative and I, I I every it's like a challenge it's like the egg pan challenge because everything on Snapchat I mean uh, on TikTok is a challenge everything is oh so it's like the egg pan challenge and then so if you don't get it right then you fail the challenge and you try again you know but oh man i i love tiktok if you were to just download it and not do videos and just explore it you would be like what i think i'm not that interested in other people's lives just I, in general it's not about that it's about people's creativity yeah I'm it gives just- you ideas <laughs> maybe maybe not i've come this far and i have i'm not even 
not even interested. I don't know. I love it. I love TikTok. Like the only time I even go on YouTube is if I need to see how to do something too. Like I don't sit on YouTube and scroll and look at tutorials or music videos. Like I don't use it for that. I use YouTube if I need to know how to do something and I can't figure it out. When was the last time you logged into YouTube and what were you looking for? The last time I logged into YouTube was when I couldn't figure out how to download the Chromebook onto my MacBook. MacBook. And that was because it was school related for Robert. Oh, and, and okay. So anything before that, I I don't I can't tell you the last time that I went on YouTube for something specific. Well, you know I have a YouTube channel, so Roxy's World, same same handle as in I'm about to hit eighteen thousand subscribers. Okay. I know that's not a lot, but I kind of started in the YouTube game a little late, and the last video that I posted was I did one on like why I went dairy free. And then I posted another one. That was on, very recently, huh? Yeah, that was very because I get that question a lot. Why did you go dairy free? And I'm like, you know what? It's got over 4000 views. Hey, oh, good. I'm kind of late in the game on YouTube, but YouTube is all about consistency. So I'm on YouTube a lot. And then when you're on YouTube a lot searching, the algorithm recognizes what you're searching for. So it feeds you like if it knows you're searching for certain things. It's crazy. We're being traced. We're being tracked. Y'all, there's no way around it. It reads your algorithm. Mrs. Conspiracy Theory in the flesh and you don't give a shit who traces you. I mean, we, we can't get away from it. If you have your navigation on on your phone, you're going to be tracked and traced. I'm going to track you. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's no way around it, y'all. Did we ever share that story when they tracked you down recently? No. <laughs> Susie tracked. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought something had happened to you. But long story short, I couldn't find her. I called her and her phone went straight to voicemail. And I was like, nope, something is not right. Cause that phone But let is- them know that you have me track, that you have me on your find your friends. Yeah, I have her on find my friends. That's have a good everybody. thing for parents. Let them know that why they should find your friends. Well, I for have their everybody kids. on find my friends so that I can find you guys. If, if for this for precise reason, if I don't know where you are, I want to, or if I haven't heard from you in a few days, or if you go on vacation, I, or like for Robert, I want to make sure he was in school every day, you know? So, I went on find. I called you. Your phone was off. And I was like, that's so weird. Her phone is never off. Text you. It went green. We have iPhones, So they go blue, right? Yeah. So it went green. I was like, her phone's off. I went on find my friends. I don't know why. Because if your phone's off, I can't find you. And it wouldn't. It, it didn't track you. And then it went on all your social media platforms to see the last time that you uploaded something. And it had been like two hours. And I was like, oh, God, this bitch is dead. This bitch is dead. I can't find her. I called my brother, my mom, Mel. Mel was in Long Beach, so he was close enough to L.A. I was like, you have to leave your job site right now. Immediately, I need you to go to Raquel's and find her because I think something happened to her. And he was like, what? And so my mom was like, call her friend. And it was one of your friends. And I was like, okay. So I text her. No, I called her, but she didn't answer. And then she called me back. She's like, And then she was like, hey, your sister's calling me. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. She probably wants to make an appointment with you or something. And then I I was like, I need to turn. I needed to turn off my phone because I get really distracted when I'm in my appointments and my phone is on. She was like, oh, no, your sister's with me. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, carry on. She's like, wait, wait, what? She's like, you just spent all this energy finding her. I'm like, I just wanted to make sure she was alive. Now I know she's alive. Just tell her to call me when you're done. And when I turned <laughs> on my phone, I swear I had like 44 te- text messages from the group text. Cause I don't know about you guys, but our family, we have group text messages. 
and they get out of control they get out of control like we have one with my mom one without my mom and then one with the entire family right now that's doing a damn push-up challenge whose brilliant idea was that and Nels. It, and everybody Nels on accident everybody checks in oh we did our push-ups we did our planks it's kind of cool though it is but you know you know who else has family text messages and they said it in interviews is uh, the kardashians of course every family has a family text group text message maybe maybe some families aren't as close as we think they are and they can't stand each other i, I oh, can guarantee true. you there's people listening to this podcast right now saying like we don't have a family text messages well we get on it. it get everybody on that thread so it, that you can check in so that you can check in on them so the point of the story is you can never escape me ever i don't want to escape you <laughs> i will imagine, always hunt your ass down imagine Try how it. the kardashian text thread Try looks it. like yeah i wonder if kanye's in it or if it's just like the sisters and the and the jenners it probably looks like a whole lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. Anyways, if you're not following Raquel on TikTok, follow her. Yeah, follow me. It's uh same thing. Roxy's world. Roxy's world. Because in my world, nobody understands me but me. <laughs> I wonder if Chrissy Teigen, I'm going to look and see. She is probably one of my favorite celebrities because she's so sarcastic and I really so appreciate sarcasm. People really take her sarcasm like, to, but they get butt hurt. But I le vale madre. madre. And that's what I love the most about her is her like, whatevs, take this how you want. I'm unbothered. But you know what? Speaking of celebrities, you forwarded this to me, this article, and I thought it was so interesting. Yeah. Especially Which because one? the timing of it, <clears throat> of um, Snoop's wife. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I posted on Mother's Day. I was like, She Wait, posted what? it on Mother's Day? Yeah, so I went and I, oh, clearly you didn't read the article. You just, no, I just, re- you know, that's the crazy thing about it is like, now that you start at like me, right? Like I analyze media. Like, especially right now, because media is playing such a big role in everything that we're going through in the world. And headlines are everything, whether it's an entertainment headline or whether it's a political headline. It's like it's 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 crazy. And so I read the headline and I was like, oh, my God, this would be a great topic for us to discuss. But I didn't read the body of the article. So what did it say? So I did because I was like, this is so interesting because a, a lot of people probably do look up to her. Because she's married to this famous rapper um, for because, you know, uh, and when you think of that, you think, oh, they must live a very lucrative life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and which she they probably on, do. Right. But she posted on Mother's Day. She posted a meme and it said, don't ask me for relationship advice because I took this dude back 81 times. And I'm sure she was probably exaggerating the number or not. Well, I don't know. But I thought, how, how? interesting that she would post that on mother's day but basically it was because there's new rumors floating around about snoop dogg's infidelity yeah i guess they're they're claiming that he's had some inappropriate behavior between him and ig model selena powell Mm -hmm. i mean listen si el rio suenas porque piedras trae that's your favorite thing yeah no it's true if if people talk about things it's because there could be some certain truth to that right but i like the way that I saw it when I read the whole thing and I saw this on the Jasmine brand. Okay. Was she posted that meme, right? Basically st- just putting it out there. So when you do that, you take away people's power, right? So before this IG model could come out and drag them through the mud, or she just said what she owned it. Yeah, She's she like, owned it. Don't ask it. me for advice because I've taken this guy back 81 times. Even if it's only 15 times, it's more than once. You know, yeah, and she was just putting it out there, owning it. Now you can't drag. Now I want to see what this IG model looks like, Selena Powell. I mean, and you know, as a married woman, Susie. I mean, and 
how do you like and just like really right now transport anybody listening to this like transport yourself to being the wife even if you're like oh well that's not my life it doesn't matter just transport yourself to being in her shoes you know being with the superstar like snoop is legend like the day something happens to snoop it's going to be legendary it's going to be a sad day for la like you know he's iconic yeah in the hip-hop world and in the world i don't think snoop can i don't think anybody does not know who snoop is right you know what i mean like kind of like kobe but it's like snoop is snoop as a married woman can you respect that like you know dude like is that selling out your your dignity and your truth and your morals because fuck it you know what i, I mean, mean like I, i've been I, we got kids we got grandkids he gives me a good life like do you really just start looking the other way at that point i think because that's what she's done yes and i think like i can't speak for her everybody has different morals you know that they stand on so I could speak for me and I know for me infidelity is a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. However, also I've never been married to a multimillionaire. I don't think though knowing myself and my own ego and my own pride that I would stay and let myself be swept off my feet simply because you have a lot of money because I can make a lot of money by myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I found his response to her very telling. And he I responded? Wanted, yeah. So Ay, he, went, he went onto her page, onto this, the comment, um, the meme, and he put to her and listened to his response. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, he my said, God. Was it mushy? No. And that's my point. He said, thanks for the kids, loyalty, stability, inability to deal with me on my worst days. You are appreciated. Not even a, I love yeah. you. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? This is a man speaking to his wife that oh. just said she's taken him back so many times. And it sounded like it was a conversation between homies. It didn't he sound. He didn't even say I love you. Yeah. Like, and I and that's the first thing I thought when I read it. And that's why I wanted to read it to you. And this I was is like, the IG model that they're referring to. Selena Powell, which is not even all that. Oh but my you God! Maybe Snoop thinks she is like we, we, we can't say who's prettier, who's not to Snoop's eyes. Like Mel always says, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Who to somebody he may not think is attractive, maybe is gorgeous to somebody else. True, but that's true. No, you're right. The the to me, on on behalf of the model, I think she's just thirsty because you don't fuck with the married man. No, but married the, men on are the, off, on off behalf limits. of the married man. If he's gonna do that, it's because he's been allowed to do that so many times. I mean, and at what point, so I found his response very telling because it was very nonchalant, very matter of fact, like I didn't feel any warmth in it at so all. I'm wondering like at this at point, all. is it just do these kinds of relationships after so many years of infidelity? And I'm sure there's been big old blown out fights in regards to this threats probably have been made who knows if oh, yeah. any pushing or shoving has gone down even her just slapping the shit out of him you know one day when he's super high just out of frustration like at what point has this relationship now shifted like do they really genuinely are they in love with each other still or are they just now at a place where they're just friends they respect each other to an extent because clearly if he's still cheating on her he doesn't respect her all the way yeah you know? like yeah like he said you are appreciated that doesn't mean that just means like oh yeah thank you that doesn't mean i love you i respect you i see for me if i'm for example and we've talked about this before kobe fucked up on Jeanette, on on vanessa. vanessa 
he really came across as super apologetic and he never did it again as yeah. far as we know right as it far as we know and, the, and if, if he did we would already know because you know they're the, yeah, the, the, the we would already know no i just feel that women like vanessa and snoop's wife they're very good at holding things together they're very good at just like, let me just like, dejalo tapo and let me just put it together, you know, cause, cause listen, I met this chick that was, that according to her, she was fucking with Kobe and supposedly Kobe put her up in a condo and bought her a Ferrari and I'm, that's all I'm going to say. And it seemed pretty legit, you know what I mean? And I, I'll tell you the story off the air, but that's why supposedly they were going to get the second divorce the second oh, time. Oh yeah, that's right. There that's was a right. second time where where Vanessa fought for divorce and that's she was right. going to get like half yeah. of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I what I mean? That. And so and it was because the rumors were swirling that that Kobe was having a little fling with this person and TMZ caught on. They would catch this chick and she would deny it, but listen, I I want to say that it was it was I'm not going to say what it was, but I'm just going to say Si el rio suenas porque es piedras, porque piedras trae. trae. You know what I mean? But, but it makes me so sad when I see these women. It's 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 a trade-off. Like, they trade their dignity and their self-respect for a whole lot of bags. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 but at least, I mean, at least, if, if nothing else, Kobe was a really good actor. Because at least he gassed her up like he he praised her he said he loved her publicly like snoop's response right here i think that's whack yeah it was it was whack but you know i think i think kobe after a while did become the loyal man that he needed to be i think after a while when he realized like yo this chick is a writer you know what i mean like i have humiliated her publicly and i did almost get caught a second time i need to really get it together you know, like I, I do believe that men could reform and change if they really yeah, want to. I believe to. anybody can. I just, I, I don't think, and and you know, I feel like like Kobe might have been cariñoso with her. He would post her on his social media. Like I rarely see Snoop. They post do. his wife. I've seen them, but it's always to me. I've always gotten the vibe like that they're just more of homies. Maybe they are. That that's what I'm thinking, and I wonder when, at what point that relationship transitioned you know like yeah you just make a decision to say well listen it is what it is it's been all these years i've tolerated all these i've tolerated all these other times like i'm just gonna sit here and enjoy the ride and live out the rest of my life comfortable yeah but i put in so many years like why change now because are you gonna die happy yeah exactly and you know this is why i love will and jada because as much as there's rumor there's rumors try to swirl with them about like them being swingers first of all we don't know that but like they you but if never, they are swingers they that's an agreement exactly but you never hear the drama between them and somebody else and have you ever heard a, a, a cheese me about like Jada cheating or no. Will cheating? And but that, she like, keeps it really real on the red table talk or she whatever does. it's called. Yeah, but no, I haven't. I haven't. I just feel like this is the bottom line. A man knows who the fuck he could do that with. Seriously. A man knows. I don't think that I do. boss lady's plan though at the beginning. Well, then you know what? But I, I always say, and I've always told you this because you're in the entertainment industry, is there's certain things that come with that lifestyle. Yep. That you, I always say, especially when you're dealing with the young ones, if you're going to be married to this guy, like just wrap your head around the fact that you're going to share him. With the world, honey. With the world. See, that's not the life for me. And this is a thing. No, sharing him with the world, like his talent is one thing. Yeah. But sharing his body or his attention or his love or 
that's not for me. And I it, could not. Yeah, I would no. not. I mean, yeah, you got that's a special role for all the women that date ball players, celebrities, us athletes. It's a, it's you got to understand what you're what you're rolling into, man. Like even a comedian, whoever the hell you are. Like it's just I mean, there's this one basketball wife um, that I learned through watching the show Basketball Wives L.A. Mm-hmm. Jackie Christie. She's I don't know married, who that she's is. married to Doug Christie. Okay. And she's the one that I told you they get married every year on their anniversary. Oh, okay. Okay. She, he used to be a Laker. <clears throat> she goes with him everywhere. She was in the locker room with him. She goes everywhere. Like, and I don't know, but she said, I do this because I know that this lifestyle, there's chicks throwing themselves at him all the there time. Is. And this is what I'm doing to save my marriage. And I was like, okay, I don't know if that's extremely insecure or extremely smart and he let you know? her yeah he he had no problem with that wow that's beautiful you mm-hmm. know listen do what you got to do to save your marriage bitch because yeah. there are listen i've it, concerts that i've hosted the oh, many years on the radio all. i've seen groupies like do crazy things to try to get to like a pit bull to like a prince royce where you're just like to to Speaking daddy yankee Pitbull, who's a married Pitbull man come came off stage so dripping wet sweaty and would try to give you a hug that's disgusting i know i, know. I would be like hey fist bump fist, fist bump, bump. Huh. no but I, I would see women be so thirsty to get to celebrities that it was sickening to my stomach so it's like man even if your man is trying to be loyal and you got a, a baddie rolling up to him and just thirsty and their only agenda is like i i want to I want to get to him like they, these girls. I'm not going to say they're fatal, but they're in their mind. I don't, there's people that are obsessed with celebrities, yeah. Susie. Yeah. And they just all they want is to be able to say I fucked him or Ugh. trying to get pregnant from they him. They want their or, body count up. Yes, that's and it. That, that brings me to the next thing that I read, because when I was going to read the article that about um, Snoop that you sent me, I was scrolling and I saw that. Um, so Mother's Day just passed, right? Yeah. Future. Okay, you know Future the Rapper. He has like 22 kids. He dude. has eight babies' moms. Oh, okay? God. He's got eight babies' moms, but on Mother's Day, he only shouted out six of them because supposedly two of them are like rumored. So I don't know if there hasn't been a DNA test. Alleged. Now, They're alleged. Yeah, alleged baby mamas. But I'm like, listen, you already have six babies' moms, motherfucker. Like, what is your problem of just taking into account the other two? But he went and he gave them a shout out. And I'm like individually or did he do like a carousel I, right, uh, <laughs> you know instagram how you could do a carousel to the you swipe to the left that's i a, didn't actually go to his instagram i was just reading the story about it but the my first thought was get pendejo bro like you have six already what's two oh more honestly especially if they are your children because your children shouldn't see you treat their baby mamas badly. And if there's any doubt that that's your child, DNA test immediately, establish it, and then love that baby just the same, right? Yeah. But, but you got to be careful, man, because once you start claiming these hoes, they, they want shots. Like, you know, he has to be smart, hey, too. No, DNA test. DNA he test. has to be smart. And that's my point. Why is he littering so many children around? There's eight potential children out there that are siblings that will probably not grow up together. Why? Because he can't keep his dick in his pants. To and me, he obviously has the money to I support I don't care. Them. That's still irresponsible because these babies, they have a connection to each other, but they will never have the connection like this. We're siblings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to me, that's a big deal. That's why I chose not to have more kids because I didn't want my kids to have different dads. 
even Ooh, if my speaking kids, about that we got a really good email of the week regarding that topic we're gonna get to that later even if my kids did have different dads they would have at least grown up in the same house because i'm the mom yeah but these kids that have eight different moms that's a lot growing, what if that's they're in eight lot. different cities what if they're in even different countries these babies are not gonna know each other and it's so irresponsible i don't give a fuck if he has the money like he's yeah still, you're right in it my is opinion, beyond the he money shouldn't be littering these babies around like that's not yeah he gets and let's keep it real let's just say he goes for the long run it was two hours of pleasure and now for a lifetime of these babies of these kids growing up not knowing their siblings you know yeah because let's be real the chicks are probably going to be salty with each other at first yep you know yeah why because he fucked her just the same as he fucked you but because it's a it's a competition right because that's how women behave most of the time so it just makes me sad and i think like in regards to snoop and in regards to um future future and all the other celebrities that we see out there that behave this way do you think it's because they get started in the business so young and there's just so much money and and opportunity and women like thrown at them that they just don't know how to act and because they're young and immature i mean i just feel like first of all men love like some men just absolutely love women you know what I mean? And they get started. Yeah, <laughs> we know one, huh? Yeah, they, they get started in the industry so young and they're like, you know, I don't Snoop didn't come from famous parents like he didn't have anybody to show him the ropes on like how things need to be done. And he's learning as he's going. You know what I mean? But the thing is with Snoop's story, it's a little bit different because he's this chick. Uh, his wife, I forgot her name, but the boss, wife, boss lady, boss lady. She's been writing with him since they were kids, since they were young. So that deserves some respect yes. on her name. Yeah, you got. You're the mother of my kids. You're the mother of my grandkids. Like, I mean, you're the grandma of my grandkids. Like, that to me is more disrespectful than future just getting chicks knocked up because you're just like, yo, I've been riding with you, and you never hear anything about boss lady being unfaithful. No, I think it's disrespectful. that's disrespectful. I think Snoop is disrespectful to his wife. In, if that's the case, if the infidelity is true. But I think Future is disrespectful to his children by having them just littered around. Yeah, you it know? Is. it's it's a disrespect in both ways. But like, I'm I'm gonna come back to what I said. Um, a, a man that does that, a man that does that, knows that he could do it with a certain type of women. Because I'll tell you one thing: there's no consequence. Yeah, look, I make my own money, and you make like there's women out there that make their own money that could hustle. And if a dude celebrity or not but you're gonna think you think you could disrespect me like that no motherfucker it's and then you bounce you know and you show a man like i this is not a game like right i mean some respeta and if you can't do that and it's not you're not capable of that then adios we got a kid together we could co-parent and then maybe a man will feel like yeah i want to fight for this or you know what no well and that's happened many times too in the celebrity world where infidelity happens they break up but then they come back because the dude realizes like okay like you said, let me go ahead and, and give you your place because this is my family. Yeah. Let, and you gotta, everything that's out there, it really isn't worth it. I thought it was, but the grass ain't greener on the other side, bitch. Yeah. You got to you gotta teach men lessons sometimes, I feel. And then they either get it together or not. I think it's not just men. Like, it's human nature. Yeah. You know, like if we touch the fire and it doesn't burn, we're going to touch it again. And we're going to touch it again. And we're going to touch it again until it burns us. Yeah. And then once it burns us, we'll be like, ow, 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 that hurt. Okay, okay. Um, but then we see a fire over here, but that fire looks just a little bit different. We still know it may burn us, but maybe if I touch it with my other hand, 
it won't burn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's yeah. fucking human nature. Yeah. Un hombre sabe who he could do that shit with. And you know what? But listen, we don't know what it is to be with the Kobe or a Snoop yeah. that's worth 40, 50, 60 million dollars. That's giving you all kinds of shit that you're just like, God damn, I never even, you know what I mean? And, and on top of that, I could take care of my mom. I feel and like it's give lonely. her a house. I feel like it would be a lonely world because all the gifts, money in the world could buy me a beautiful life. But, but what if that's certain me... women's love languages? Yeah. If that's and, your love language. Yeah, that's if that's your love language, because one of the love languages that's is true. gifts. If that's your love language, hey, it works. It works for you, but you still know you're getting played. You still know yeah, you're getting played. Yeah, but if that's not your love language, if like you're right. If money and gifts is your langu- love language, then you're being loved in your love language, then you feel complete. Yeah. I, so being played it actually never doesn't matter. feel complete even if somebody's giving you money knowing that you're getting played. I'm sorry. You couldn't because it's not your love language. <laughs> I mean, I it's love gifts. It's very interesting. It we really, should take a poll. We should. Because, but when we do it live, we yeah. should talk about this and take a poll because I would really like an honest conversation with somebody that's been there, done that. To say, like, listen, this is the lifestyle that I lived and it was dope. I traveled here. I traveled there. I met this person, that person. Like, life was fucking amazing. I really didn't give a fuck that he didn't love me like I wanted him to love. Like, like other people thought he should love me. Yeah. Like, he loved me how he, I wanted him to love me. Yeah. Like, he, it was lavish. I can't wait till we do Sister Sister the Podcast live. It's going to be epic. But listen, we're going to take a quick break. And coming back, I want to talk about this article that I found because a lot of people are suffering and right now is at an all-time high anxiety a lot of people are going through anxiety attacks panic attacks and i read this article that really opened my eyes to look at anxiety in a different way Uh, and it's basically inviting people that suffer from anxiety like embrace it embrace your anxiety and it's just like what Coming back, With a blunt. we're talking about embracing your anxiety and what it really comes down to on Sister, Sister, the podcast. You're listening to Sister, Sister, the podcast. All right. So check it out, sis. I came across this article, The School of Life Presents. It was for, it, it was titled Forget Finding Happiness Instead of Find Peace with Anxiety. So basically, I was like, wow, that's an interesting article. Find peace with anxiety. Like, how are it's you supposed? An, that's an oxymoron. It is right. It is, but it, but I I was like, you know what? It made sense to me. Like, find peace with anxiety. As I was reading the article, because if you think about it, anxiety is excessive worry. Yes, it's really having panic attacks based on things that you can't control. Mm-hmm. Right, that's all it is. And a lot of women on, on, that write to me on Snapchat saying like, oh my god, I have panic attacks. I haven't been able to drive. Like, it's literally literally you being in your head 24 7 trying to figure it out forgetting to pray forgetting to breathe or subconsciously too yeah forgetting to meditate forgetting like you are absolutely not in control of this life like that's why god exists and you know what i mean sense that people are having heightened anxiety right now because everything around us feels and the picture that they're painting for us feels like we cannot control it exactly and you know what even if we weren't going through what we're going through we still can't control anything i know you know what i mean that's so the truth what most of us it was interesting this article was saying that what most of us long for above all else is security security the sense that we are at least safe on earth right and i think right now people nobody feels safe on earth it's like but are we really because we can get in the car exactly you know like our time is so written 
lo que es para ti es para ti. Exactamente. You know? And, you know, we pin our hopes for security on a happy relationship, a house, children, a good profession, public respect, a certain sum of money. And as I was, I kept reading this article, I was just like, you know what? That's that's what humanity desires. Security. I want that security. I want that home. I want it all to be aligned in place. And I want it to look good on the outside. Even But if those are all man-made guidelines. But what I was thinking, and, and as, as I got deeper into reading this article, was why not embrace the anxiety? And especially in moments Have like right now. Have you ever right had anxiety? Now, I kind of, sort of. I've never had a panic attack, but I feel like I was having anxiety when I was transitioning from out of my traditional radio career to like being Roxy the brand. I, I, I felt like... I felt lost. I felt like I didn't know who I was. I felt like, how am I going to be successful without attaching myself to a company? And I just felt this something I had never felt before. Mm -hmm. So I, I call that anxiety. I never went to go get on pills, but that's when I realized like I need to breathe through the, I need to breathe through this yeah. because I know that this is not who I am. I didn't feel like my, myself. And I feel yeah. like anxiety feels like you don't feel like that yourself. Depression too. I had it anxiety, been depression too. Anxiety for me feels like whenever I've had it, I don't know if I've ever had a panic attack. Cause I've heard that panic attacks, like mimic a heart attack makes you feel like you're dying you yeah know? i've heard that too or like it paralyzes you and you can't do shit but i've had anxiety where i do feel like shortness of breath but i could feel it i could feel my body transitioning to that you know so um i i tend to get quiet because i it'll just happen at work for no reason but then when i stop and i think like okay what is going on that my body is reacting like this Um, I could usually pinpoint something, yeah. you know, but I could feel like my, my breath gets very short. Like I feel like I cannot catch my breath and I just feel ansiosa. Yeah. Like, hence the word anxiety. Um, and it, it can debilitate you. And and it's funny because at work, Maria will always notice when she I get knows. quiet. Yeah. And she'll be like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, I'm just feeling a little bit of anxiety. I'll acknowledge it immediately. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm like, I'm just feeling a little bit of anxiety. And she'll ask me like, why? And I'm like, I'm not sure. But I, I I'm really good at continuing through it, but for for the same, probably what you're about to say, like I, I can't let it debilitate me while I'm at work. I have a list of clients to see, you know? Yeah. But that's a strong mentality right there because most people that suffer from anxiety, they do let the, let anxiety debilitate them. They're just like, they can't, they stay at home. And then when you stay at home, you fall into this funk of depression. Yeah. And so, but I was thinking to myself as I, I literally read this article and I, I was I just became quiet because it made a lot of good points in this article of like embrace your anxiety like and how? ask yourself, where is this coming from? Yes. Why is it that I've had anxiety for the last five, six, seven, eight years? Because this is like some people have it mildly and some people have like intense mm -hmm. anxiety moments and which leads to panic attacks mm -hmm. and shortness of breath and all that crazy shit where you can't even drive right and it affects everything it affects yeah. your relationships it affects your ability to raise children it affects like your marriage so what this article was basically challenging people to do was embrace your anxiety and especially in these moments right now sit down with yourself and ask yourself where is this coming from What is how what has happened in my life that I, I don't want to get honest with myself about? Right. Because and, and so that's I loved it. It was it was on CNN, believe it or not, CNN.com or something like that. But and then I, I kind of po I, I talked about the article a little bit on my Snapchat 
And it made a lot of valid points like heal. Use this opportunity instead of repeating the same narrative in your head of like, I suffer from anxiety. Right. I suffer from anxiety. And you own it. Like, and then when you own it, it becomes part of you. Yeah. You actually start believing that you are going to have anxiety the rest of your life. Or that it's a part of you and you're stuck with it. And there's nothing you can do about it. And, and, and you know, if you go to the doctor, you know what they're going to do. They'll tell you that. They're going to put you on like Zoloft or, or some type of medication that's going to zone you out. And it's going to make you feel like a zombie. And what that's going to do is it's going to make you, it's going to numb it. Yeah. And then... Guess what? You're still going to have those childhood traumas. You're still going to have that uh, that trauma from the sexual abuse that you went through when you were a young age. Like, where does that anxiety come from? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's usually always fear based. Like recently, I could tell you I was feeling anxious thinking about senior year coming to an end before all this happened. And yeah. it was going to end naturally and graduation was going to happen and Robert was going to move away like it started to make me feel like anxious, like, oh, my God, like, I, I can't control this. But the, and this is really going to happen. Um, But I'm able to pinpoint it, you know, I'm yeah. able to pinpoint it. I guess mine would be mild because mine is usually on the surface stuff, stuff that's happening right now that I or, or whenever, like certain points in my life that I feel like I can't control it. But absolutely, if you have traumas, anxiety and panic would be probably really predominant way that it comes and surfaces yeah so i i just want to push out this challenge that this article was was really posing like it forget finding happiness instead of find peace with anxiety and and it's like how do you do that you do that by becoming real with yourself and saying you say that so easily like people like oh yeah let me just become real with myself but that is probably the most scariest thing that but it's I, possible of course but the idea of that is enough to put somebody with anxiety into a t- an anxiety attack and why do you feel like it's so hard for people to become so real and honest with themselves because it hurts because when you sit down so let it burn baby of course when you sit down with yourself and start being very honest about yourself a lot of past traumas and hurts and experiences resurface and instead of feeling that again, you ever talk to somebody that clearly, you know, they're hurting. And the minute you trigger something, they say, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And they refuse to acknowledge whatever just triggered them, whatever just is burning inside of them. And they just stuff it until they don't feel it again. And then they can go on with their pretend life and their pretend happiness. Yeah. Well, I like to equate that to like diarrhea. Try to stop diarrhea. Try to try to stuff your diarrhea. Like if diarrhea, if your stomach is grunt, like I know that's a really literal example, but like if your stomach is rumbling, super graphic, thanks, super graphic. But if your stomach is rumbling and you know something's got to come out and that your stomach is clearly telling you, right, what are you going to do? Run to the the toilet and you're going to be like, oh, God, this feels so good. I needed this. And you feel 20 pounds lighter. Like we need to really start treating our emotional health the same way of course like this stuffing bullshit is just not working anymore but when it comes to like sexual traumas for example even though if you're a victim of rape it's not your fault it's not but a lot of times the victim feels like shameful and they feel shame so they rather not say it and instead they live with that shame they live with that fear of like who else is going to do this to me they they develop huge mistrust towards people instead of just feeling safe enough somewhere to say, Hey, guess what? This is what happened to me. 
you know yeah and, and anybody that slut shames a person that's been raped fuck you yeah like for real because it there is no room in a for that goddamn bra and underwear to the market that's not an invitation for you to touch me or for you to violate me you know what i'm saying yeah um but do all families feel that way no well you know will met- somebody look at you and be like pues que estabas usando what were you wearing you yeah. know no we've met women like that with amigas from my soul yeah that i remember meeting this one girl talking about very openly about her sexual abuse that happened i think with her stepfather and she goes to her protector which is her mom right like you see your parents yeah. as your protector and i guess the mom was like pues tú tienes la culpa con esos chorcitos que tenías puestos for wearing daisy dukes around imagine? the house like you basically were enticing him to do that to you and it's just like instead of your mom being that like mother eagle that wraps her wings around you to say what so then what does that do she just got violated by a person she trusted which would have been her father she tells her mother her mother blames her so now she can't trust her mom and she just got hurt by her mother because of the betrayal of the trust the two people that are supposed to be her anchors now you go and you are embarrassed maybe to tell your brother because then your brother or your sister will maybe say like, well, you can't tell anybody because then it's going to make dad look bad. Or, you know, if mom and dad break up because of it, oh, well, it's your fault. Mom and dad broke up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously I say all that to say clearly those people are not the people that are going to help you heal through the pain. You need to reach out to a professional you know, you need to go to circles like Amigas for My Soul, Sister Circle or conferences where you can be genuine. And yeah, 100. And if you have to as well, release them because that toxicity is brewing there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. I mean, embracing your anxiety means embracing your past, your past pain and working through it yep and just really and getting to the to the root of like why is it that i can't stay present because when you're present the key i remember talking to somebody that had anxiety and i said why do you why like what do you think is the root of your anxiety and she goes i'm always thinking about the future i'm never present really like i'm always thinking about like there's people that are like that Susie. there's people that are either living in the future or living in the past how awful then you miss all the dope shit that's happening i mean right now this well, minute and don't get me wrong as a mom you sort of have to think one step ahead you gotta yeah just, you know but not to the point where you're gonna miss out and be absent in all the dope stuff that's happening now well the hello just the word itself says it present the present is a present like the present moment is a present like people i don't think people look at words enough you know no, what i mean no, like that's clear they don't no they don't because it's like the oh, just be present and it's just like it, it's so different when you're like be present versus like do you want a present right it's right, different right. so people don't think about the power of that word like the present moment is truly a gift and i think and a it, lot of people think well because i'm here i am present like my body's here i showed up but if your emotions and your mind are somewhere else you're still you're not present spaced out like I, well i remember me like in past relationships when i knew i was emotionally checked out already even during sex sometimes you're not dun, present dun, you know what i mean <laughs> like that's the worst when you're writing a motherfucker and you're just like thinking about something else you're like oh that my is God. awful it is Shit. and i've experienced that before where you're just like having sex and you're like oh, sorry, I'm sorry. like i'm thinking about something else to make me climax you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm sure there's women listening that could be like, I've done Delatable. that. I've done that because you're just not there because you're over it. 
You know what I mean? So what else does that article say? So, yeah. So basically, we can never properly be secure because as long as we live, there's always going to be some type of danger. Of course. Every single day. Like, you're ne- if you're looking for security 24-7, listen, Linda. <laughs> you're, you're never going to have that 1,000% security. So just embrace your anxiety. Um, and to the people that want to feel fully secure, that only happens when you die. When you're dead, you're going to be fully tucked in, (laughs) 60 underground, and that's the only thing that's certain. So basically, the whole premise of the article was really just like, find peace with your anxiety, man, and get down to what is creating these emotions, this feeling, this panic attack, this shortness of breath. Like, where does my mind travel to? Mm-hmm. And and like pay attention to things like that, right? Like That's a great message. Your mind talks to you just like your body talks to you when you eat something, right? Like if you know you drink milk and you get eczema, hey, Quit try to cut milk. out the milk yeah. and it might change things. You know what I mean? So I just thought that was a really good article because the feedback that I got when I shared it on my Snapchat was like this girl was like, man, I have tears in my eyes listening to you talk about this because especially right now, the way the media is feeding us, everybody I feel everyone's anxiety level has gone up a little bit thank god i have not but i don't i've stopped paying attention a lot to people too me too because i don't like complainers and it may sound unfair because everybody's i read this thing the other day and it said we're all on the same we're not all in the same boat right because people's circumstances are different but we're all in the same ocean yeah that's true some of us have yachts some of us have rafts. rafts some of us have life vests sailboats you know but we're all floating still. Yeah. You know? And so, but, um, imagine the people that put so much stock and feel the most secure when their finances are straight Oh, and their stock market took a shit. Oh my like, God. I think we put, which causes severe anxiety. We put so much value on things that can lose their value so quickly instead of putting that value into the things that never will like your emotional health yeah like your physical health you know like your um spiritual health like all those things are really foundation yeah they are they really really are and money is not money could be here today gone tomorrow literally which a lot of people just experience that um 40 percent of people in this country that make under forty thousand dollars a year have lost their job Mm. they were already not making a lot of money and now they're jobless you know and tons of people in my industry that live literally like day to day because there's they live beyond their means um we're eight weeks right now with no work yeah you know and if you put all your stock if i focus just on that yeah it's enough to drive you crazy because you will always be in the future. Like, how am I going to pay my bills? Oh my gosh, this mortgage, this car payment, life insurance. Like it's enough to drive you up the wall. Oh my God. I went through that when I, when I, when I stopped being, being on traditional radio, it was like, that was my life. That was everything I did. And I was like, I will never again put all my eggs in one basket. I don't give like, it was it was a really hard lesson to learn. And then I and then I kind of had to learn another lesson when I had my last boyfriend where like he was con- we were contributing and we were a team. Well, that, that's a whole nother topic. But, you know, sometimes when you're in a relationship, like I kind of started depending on like his money for the mortgage. And it's like when that went away, it was like, oh, shit, bitch. Like get I felt like I, I felt like, oh, my God, what? 
I had to remember who I was, right. basically, because for a moment I was like, oh, am I going to be able to do this without him? You know, but, you know, you kind of get comfortable yeah. because you're you're a team and you do it together. So that had to read that. I feel like that shit shook me up like, oh, my God. And I had to literally like the karate kid, like, remember who you are. Remember who you are. And now okay, I don't I'm remember back. that line from the karate kid. Now I'm back. You to just center. made that shit all the way up. <laughs> no, when Mr. Miyagi was talking to him, he told him, remember He's who like, you are. Daniel San. <laughs> Remember who you are. <laughs> oh, okay, now that I, now I remember the Wax line. On. Wax off. <laughs> no, oh my God. martial arts teaches you a lot of self discipline. Remember, I used totally. to do karate back in the days. I got up to yellow belt. When back in the days, my mom put me in karate when we used to live by Canyon Crest. Yeah, there was a karate thing no. there. Yes. No, you don't I don't remember, remember everything. That. I do. I remember, we used to live in that house. And, yeah, Canyon Crest. It was a little. We never lived in Canyon Crest. Yeah, well, not Canyon. Indian I'm Hills. sorry, Indian Hills. Indian Hills, right there. Yeah, but I don't remember you ever having a karate suit. I do, and I hated it. My mom tried to force me to put me. My mom tried to force me to take piano lessons. Hated it. I, I don't could, remember that either. I could have been like Alicia Keys. Well, let bitch. me let's just talk about the truth though. I didn't really pay attention to anything you did. Until you were about 15 years old. Yeah, that's true. So my yep. mom tried to force me to take piano lessons. I hated it. Um, and then she, and then I think it was my dad's idea because my dad's always oh, been obsessed with Bruce Lee. My dad Lee. thinks Bruce Lee is his uncle. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, no, que metete el karate and for self-discipline. And then I, 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 I just didn't like just that. Just by yourself? Joe didn't do it? I don't remember if Joe did it, but... Yeah, they tried to put me in karate. I only got to be I, yellow. It's like white belt, yellow belt. Oh, wow. Then I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I think then it was like orange, brown, black. But my dad wanted me to be like mini Bruce Lee, dude. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't remember this at all. I yeah. apologize for my absence in your life. No, but listen, y'all. Embrace the anxiety. Embrace it and make peace with it. And get down to what is really causing it. Okay? Yeah, that's, that just will lead to a more peaceful life and a happier life overall. It really when you're will. right on the inside, it radiates out. Yes. It radiates out. I mean, I, I, there's no other way to see it. I wish people could experience it because then they would be like, God damn, this makes the most sense now. Yeah, and you know? listen, once you got that piece, there's no way you're going to go backwards. There's yeah. no way. It's kind of like once you've experienced like a hectic relationship, un a, a toxic relationship like you, you know, now you got a peaceful relationship that works, that flows. Well, you would never want to go no. backwards. And even when we've had like discord, I'll tell Mel like, porque a veces soy pesada, you know, or, or not, think? In, not intentionally. I just say what it is, yeah. you know, so that there's no gray area. So I'll tell Mel, you know, okay, guess what? X, Y, and Z. And he'll get his feelings hurt. And I'll be like, listen, I apologize that it came off strong. Those were not my intentions. But if you're going to stay in your feelings, man, that's your problem now. Yeah, you know, because this is how I communicate. Like I communicate very clearly. I'm not going to come around, beat around the bush just to baby your feelings. Like I'm going to just say it. Y tampoco I'm not there like, oh, my God, you MF -er. and like, I don't do that. No, but sometimes people don't like to hear it. And it brings up maybe past traumas, too, because maybe it sounds too familiar to what mm, he was used to. Yeah. You know? Triggers. But that's not my problem. No, it's, it's not. not my problem. And I don't own it. And sometimes it could frustrate him because mm. it could feel he feels like I'm insensitive, but I'm like, I'm not insensitive, but I didn't cause that trauma in your life. And it's not my job to fix it either. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and work through that. And when you're ready, like I'm gonna be over here. Yeah. And, and that's like because I'm not going to engage fight 
and fix. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, so many women love to fix. You know, the other day, this guy wrote to me on Snapchat telling me, Roxy. I wish and, more guys did. You know, this guy wrote to me and I, it was such a, I could tell he was being so honest like it, as he was typing, like just like the vibe that I got from the message. He was like, my wife constantly calls me an idiot. <gasps> Always. Aww. She's like, you're an idiot. Da, 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 da. He's like, and it's really affecting me and I'm really starting to believe she thinks I'm an idiot. You know, and and I I just felt so I just felt so much sincerity from his message. And he he wrote a little bit more. And I said, you know what? He said it's constant, constant, constant every day. day, If he were to tell his wife that I would bet you that she would view him as weak. What? Because he felt because he's feeling his feelings because he feels probably hurt um, that his wife is belittling him that way. Because a lot of times, especially culturally in our culture, we shame men for vocalizing their feelings yeah but well, then we shame them again for not being sensitive to ours yeah Fucking it's crazy standard. it's it's a thin line but i told him listen um the fact that your girl is very comfortable your wife is very comfortable with calling you an idiot constantly because he seems like it's happening every day that's disrespectful absolutely that's disrespectful i don't care if an in, in idiot i guess it's a softer word than saying pendejo or asshole yeah it is a softer way of saying it but i'm sorry if you have gotten comfortable calling me an idiot and that you're calling me out of my name yeah i told him i'm gonna be 100 with you i believe your wife has lost respect for you and she truly does believe you're an idiot and now at this point she's verbalizing it to you and you're doing nothing to stop it because he said he just lets her be he doesn't like tell her hey like check yourself so he's like you know what do you think and i said i truly think that your wife doesn't respect you as a man i think the respect is lost and the moment that starts to happen dude that is not healthy when you you can easily violence goes both ways yeah when you can easily call the woman let's just say it's flipped right and a man's like hey bitch you know in 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 that derogatory way right or like hey you asshole or you cunt or whatever the hell like Dude, and you start making that a regular thing. Or even if he was calling her the exact same thing, you're an idiot. You're constantly. Do you know how? Do you know they would come for him because that's verbal abuse? It is. It is. But because what the tables are turned and it's she calling him an idiot, he's just supposed to take it. Because he's like, that's what she thinks. No, fuck that and fuck that and fuck that. Yeah, and you know what? So I, he goes, you know what? Just your response made me feel a lot better and it it basically reassured what I already feel to know is the truth is that my wife has lost respect for me. And I was like, yeah, I'm a woman. But has he talked about it with his wife? I no, and he hasn't. He should. He said he doesn't know how to bring it up because she's really aggressive when she says it to him. Even on top, you know what? I can relate. I know, I know that, but that has nothing to do with him. It has everything to do with her. She's angry. Yeah. I don't, but yeah, I don't think some people understand that though, Susie. Like we understand that concept because we've worked a lot on ourselves, but I don't think a lot of people understand like what you say is a reflection of you. You don't know how much it frustrates me when I see women mask their hurt as being a bad bitch. Like, oh, I'm a bad bitch. No, no, you're a hurt bitch. That's what you are. And that's why you bark so much. You know, yep. because you can get your point across without hurting somebody, you know, and and like I have a sharp tongue and I still have to be Conscious. aware of it, you know, and it's not because me too. Um, I'm hurt, but it's because I'm so it just became such a part of me. You know, I, I could get loud. 
but I choose not to because I don't want to come across as that lady. You know, I don't want to be that hurt woman. I don't want anybody to get that idea of me. Um, but there's so many people that refuse to tap in. Yeah. And so they'll continue. That's really what the problem is. Imagine how she treats or, or this is one of those things like she's her daughter, her children, her sons are going to see her constantly call him an idiot. So what are they going to do? They're going to grow up and they're going to let a woman treat them that way or they're going to grow up and they're going to be that girl that treats a man that way because they saw their mom do it. That is awful. awful. That is not our role as a parent. Like it's our responsibility. Is this thing on? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> it is our responsibility. There's so many tools out there now. There's podcasts like ours. There's books. There's seminars. There's so many fucking things that you can tap into that if you're still ignorant to the fact that you're hurt and that your hurt is hurting the people that you love and that this generational cycle is just going to continue and continue, then that's a big fucking shame on you, bro. Yeah, it is. You know, 1, like thousand percent makes me the most sad. And I may come across as insensitive right now. And it's not because if you're listening, I hope that this is triggering you enough to look inside of you you know that's the best gift you can give yourself and your family fuck all the gifts at christmas yeah like be a better you and they will love you for that yeah tap in to that inner to that inner greatness for reals because we all we all got it but that guy oh god it got me so sad because men really don't reach out to me they'll compliment me but i could tell this guy was like roxy i really need your opinion on this and i was like thank you for reaching out but the truth is is like I've been in toxic relationships like that. Like, you know, my first relationship towards the end became really toxic where we started calling each other out of our name. Yeah. And it feels bad. Like, it's it's just like, there's like, we used to love each other and this is how we're referring to each other. Like, this is so unhealthy. Yeah. It doesn't even feel right. And I love that. Like, let me tell like, for example, Robert, Robert doesn't like to be called names. Okay. And Robert doesn't like to be hit. Right. So one time I slapped him in the face, like when he was a teenager and he was not happy, but I've always taught him to speak up. So he told me, he's like, I don't like how that made me feel. Mm. And please don't do that again. And the sincerity in his, I apologized, you know, because I reacted at the moment. Yeah. So I apologized to him and it's very much in my head. I, I, yes, I am his mother. Yes. I reign supreme in that relationship, but he's a man now. Yeah. And I do not want him. I don't want that behavior to be normal to him that he'll accept it from another woman. So as his mother, I apologize to him and I make sure never to do that again. And then recently we were having a conversation and I was I got upset about something and I was talking. I said, you know how many assholes out there? And he got real tense. And I was like, what's the matter with you? And he was like, I don't like when you say that, when you call me that, when you call me that. I said, I wasn't talking. I didn't call you an asshole. I didn't say you're such an asshole. He's like, well, I feel like you bunched me in. With yeah, that like you were, you were kind of like referring, yeah. and I said, like indirectly referring yeah. to and him. And it really that. wasn't. Yeah, but he, that's how he took it, and he inserted himself like respectfully. Not yeah, he was still respectfully, but I could tell he was emotional about it. So I stopped, and I was like, okay, this is me doing what I do best, like sharp tongue. So I stopped, and I said, look, I apologize if you got hurt by that i didn't say oh well i apologize if you took that wrong because then i'm taking all i'm putting all the blame back on him right yeah i said i apologize that it came out that way you know i was not referencing you i was just trying to make a point about other people but i apologize that it hurt your feelings because again 
it's my responsibility as his mom and as the woman in my house to make sure that those habits are not established, you know? And early on, I called Mel an asshole <gasps> a lot early on in the relationship. And he was like, nope, that my name is Mel. Yeah. And actually, Get don't even right. call me that. Like, my name is Baby. Okay, Baby, you know? Baby. Um, and then one other time, I did call him an idiot, too. And he was, his feelings got, I could see it all over his face. Oh, my God. And I just stopped mid-sentence. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I shouldn't have done that. It just... I'm reacting again, you know? Yeah. So I tried the two times that I've done it with Mel, I've owned it immediately. Like, but I could not imagine being like a constant thing, a constant thing because I do respect Mel. Yeah. And I don't want him to feel like he's beneath me. Absolutely not. Yeah. If that's, if, if any of that name calling is, is, is constantly happening and it's become like a regular thing and it's happening every day, you gotta know that that's not normal. You gotta know. A veces se me sale. No, no, no. It's but I'm done not talking two, two times. But I'm just saying, like, if anybody watch, anybody listening to this, if if that's happening on a regular basis no. in your relationship, you gotta know that doesn't feel right, and that's not okay, and that's not normal. And, and it, for both sexes, it does yes. not give us a fucking green light as women to be verbally abusive to our men. You it know, doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't. Like belittling them is abuse. Calling them names is abuse. Mocking them is abuse. Talking talking about them in front of people, like um, humiliating them, it's oh my all God. mental and emotional abuse. So if that is you, ladies, fucking check yourself because that behavior is disgusting. It absolutely is. But listen, we've been on the air for a minute, a little bit over an hour already. Well, I wanted to tell you something real quick. About, about Lizzo, right? Well, actually, because I read it, it has to do with Jill Scott. Oh, um, I love Jill Scott. I know. That's what I wanted to tell you because I wanted to get your um, input on it. So hold on. If you guys want to hear some amazing R&B, just go onto your Spotify or Apple Music and type in Jill Scott and she will be the soundtrack of your life. Yeah, and Jill one Scott's year, dope. Susie took me to go see Jill Scott for my birthday. That was like one of the best birthday gifts ever. It was a surprise. It was a surprise. But Jill Scott, it's like, you know, she's the kind of music that's like music for your soul. You know, you it, it's that kind of music that like it makes it move something inside of your soul. So she's dope. What happened with Jill Scott? OK, so I'm trying to find this um, Jasmine brand, the latest one. So basically there was. Um, a battle between her and Erica Badu, right? No, no, no. But this is this is so it started about. Um, I found it. It started about Lizzo. So everybody, it was like Lizzo started trending on Twitter because everybody was like, "Hey, why does Lizzo catch so much flack for being, being a, big, a girl? big girl when Jill Scott does it?" Well, because Jill, I I could answer that. Uh, Let me Lizzo, get your opinion, Lizzo shakes that ass lizzo twerks lizzo is out there on oh that's one of my that's one of my favorite girls to follow on tiktok lizzo oh really she is forever in daisy duke shaking that ass but like, that's her thing twerk. okay so the reason she catches more flack is because she puts herself out there more jill scott has always been she's always been jill scott okay and she's always been a little bit more i'm not even gonna she is risky she sings a whole goddamn song about Sucking a guy's dick. No, and I know. She like plays it out on stage, super sensual but and super sexual. Yes, yeah, yes, but she's not. She doesn't really put her like body out there the way Lizzo puts it. So Lizzo opens herself up to get flack from people. Jill Scott, 
that still doesn't she's, make it okay. She could be a little bit a little bit lyrically nasty, but she's always like dressed like classy and fly. Like Jill Scott's more she's older. She's more classy. She's I think that feeds into fat phobia. What what's fat phobia? Like people that don't like fat people to expose their body. Well, yeah, there's a lot of idiots like that. Yeah. So this was the like there was a war, a full on Twitter war based on that. So the things that people were saying was Between who? Just people on Twitter. Okay. Like answering back, having this debate, like why Lizzo catches so much flack and Jill Scott doesn't. When Jill Scott, if you listen to some of her lyrics, she's super sensual too. Oh, I and love her. And if you've her. seen her live on in concert, like she gets down and dirty. Yeah, she pretends right? the mic is a dick. Yes. And she like acts like she's sucking in, making, yeah. oh, I love her live. Um, but she don't catch no heat. And yeah, she's the, a big, beautiful lady too. She doesn't so put herself say, out there like that though. Like, like, Physically, she's not. You. When have you seen Jill Scott twerking? But do you think Lizzo would catch heat if she was skinny and twerking? Look at Meg's The Stallion. That's true. Okay, and people adore her. That's true. But That's, Lizzo does it, and people hate on I her. I love and Lizzo, and it's because she's fat. Yeah, she okay. gives no fucks. Look, she's. Um, people were saying like, um, can you all just say you don't like Lizzo because your internalized fat phobic misogynistic brains cannot understand how a happy big boned black woman could garner intersectional success and appeal. Yeah. People. Pe- okay. And then people say this one is the one that caught my attention. The, I guess there was a lot of people that were pissed off when Adele showcased that picture of her losing weight. Oh, did you see dude? It doesn't even look like no, Adele. There's people that are angry about it. Uh, they're angry because she lost weight yes so this one says the oh anger my. over adele losing weight and the confusing argument of jill and lizzo definitely proves that people consider fat a personality trait wow and dedicated to forcing and are dedicated to forcing people to think as such while claiming to be an ally to women you, you know, know what i mean yeah like i i thought this was so interesting and i thought you know and it's funny because I read this today, the same day that I read on Facebook, one of my friends, she's a health coach. She's very, very skinny. Okay. Um, and she lost some weight to become this skinny and she just felt passionate about it. She's the type of chick that just likes to be like a stick skinny. Yeah. That's how she's comfortable. Yeah. So this morning I woke up and I was um, reading Facebook and she was saying that she was getting a lot of hate. Who, um, your friend that's a yeah. health coach? She was getting a lot of hate because she's always posting pictures of herself. And she recently helped her daughter lose a little bit of weight, too. I think her daughter lost like 10 pounds. And people were saying like, oh, stop using your body to promote yourself. Um, You're so ugly. You looked better with meat on your bones, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, and then I read this about Lizzo. So she was getting flack for being too skinny. And then Lizzo gets flack for being too fat. And my question is, why do you fucking care so much? Seriously. Like do what works for you. If you like to be skinny, be fucking skinny. If you like to be extra big, be extra big. I don't con- like, I don't um, recommend it because health wise, it's not healthy to be extremely overweight because arteries, blood pressure, right? Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, and Lizzo's active. You can't say she's not, bitch. Yeah, she Lizzo's drops it like it's hot. She drops it like it's hot, she got girl. Some knees. You can't, you can't, like, she just is Lizzo drops girl. it like it's hot better than a skinny. I can't even drop it like it's hot yeah, like that. I'm either. like, girl. Yeah, and I thought, I didn't know who Lizzo was at first. When I first, first saw her, she came out on one of the award shows playing the flute. Yep. And I thought, damn, that is dope. And she's in a fucking leotard. 
That is so yeah, cool. Yeah, she's so bold with it. I think that's why I love Lizzo. And she really doesn't care. Nah, And the she fact that people are so in everybody else's business and care more than Lizzo cares says a lot about you and a lot about her. You know, she's living her best life. This bitch is killing it, making music. But it's really sad de que en todo anda la gente, en, la, en todo anda la gente menos en misa. Yeah, you know, I, like I my hate. thing is, is with you, like if you, my thing is, it comes down to this. If you could look in the mirror, if you look in the mirror and you like what you see, two fingers in the air for everybody else, yeah. middle fingers in the air for everybody else. Right. But if you're really like, damn, I'm not happy. I feel bloated. I feel not right. I don't I don't feel like I'm at my best place in my life. Then do something about it. And it's not even about losing weight. It's like me. I like to fast because it makes me feel good. It's not right. because I'm trying to become a size four because I never want to be a size four. I still fit into my size jean pants smooth. I slip in. You know what I mean? It makes me feel good to be able to slip into my jeans. Right. But that's really what it comes down to. Like, are you comfortable with what you see and how you feel? But that and, and shaming people because what they're comfortable with is so ignorant. It is. And this little thing right here, this little tool in her hand that makes us like keyboard gangsters is giving people the freedom to just go on and tell people unsolicited opinion. If I'm a big girl and I don't think skinny is cute, I would never go and tell you, yo, you're ugly. Gain some weight. Yeah. Me and either. vice versa. If I was a real skinny chick, I would never go tell a big girl like, Oh God, you're, you're ugly. Lose weight. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, that's so fucking superficial and it's mean spirited it is it it's is mean. Well, well the people that are doing that Sudi, are just mean people the fucking pe trolls the people that are doing that are straight up like miserable with their own life you know i get i get messages like that and then i'll go on instagram to the accounts that are sending me messages like that and they have like they follow like 600 people they have zero posts and and everything is like suspect i'm so, so I'm glad like, i don't get messages like i'm that. like you're a twitter gangster i just block them i you know but Sometimes you like uh, before I still get it all the time. Are you a man? You know, why is your voice so raspy? You should tell me. Yes, yeah, you, you look like a man, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And I'm just like, come on, you guys like that's so mean. But I'll get it all the time on my Snapchat. Really? All the, and I'm just like, because my voice is raspy. Like you've never heard a bitch with a raspy voice ever in your life. Like, you know, pero a la gente, la gente es pendeja sometimes. And like, you're right. Sometimes. It's all it's Twitter keyboard gangsters because if you saw those people in person they would not the know what the fuck to do. Judas. Yeah. Hi. Um, my goal like my my whole thing out of this is I hope Lizzo and Jill collaborate. Yeah me too. Boom in your face. Me too. That would be <laughs> epic. I love Jill Scott and I love Lizzo. I would support that 100%. Yeah, me too. Shoot. It's all about that brown girl magic honey. Listen y'all we love you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sister Sister the podcast. Thank you so much also for the reviews that you guys are giving us on Apple Podcasts. Matt just remember I don't know if you guys know this but the more you guys rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts the higher it allows us to move up in the rank. So shout outs to Steph's World who just left our last uh, review on Apple Podcast. She said, binge worthy. I'm addicted to this podcast. I binged on their podcast and now I find myself patiently waiting for the next episode to air. The conversations are always interesting, insightful and funny. I love to hear them interact and bounce off one another's opinions. They're real, raw and humble. Keep it up, ladies. XOXO, right. Steph G. Steph G, we love you, baby. 
And also Gabby97X, love listening to your weekly podcast. Wish you guys would upload more frequently. So inspirational, funny, and interesting. So, and we're her favorite podcast, sis. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you all. We're going to try to get in, um, read some reviews every podcast, just so you guys can know that we acknowledge and see your guys' reviews. But yeah, spread the word. Tell a friend. Tell your sister. I'm going to tell you what. When we bring this live, yeah, it's going to be sold out day one punto y punto y caso cerrado <laughs> and it would be so dope to be able to bring Lizzo or a Jill Scott to one of our yeah. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna think big I definitely wanna have conversations with not just celebrity though like with real we women are. because uh, one thing is obviously we have our own conversations but I wanna dig into other people's heads like but yeah yeah we gotta have Lizzo they need to make an anthem song for women and then you come out and blast it at our show. That would be so dope. Listen, you guys, we love you. We'll catch you guys next week. This has been another episode of Sister Sister, the podcast. Bye.